0: Just go to indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, yeah. With a message for baby. We did new know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now it's the black sheep sticking its home. I need a crib like I'm Gatsby laid in hand. Just understand my pockets that day with nothing to prove. I ain't got nothing to do and it can't compete, and I got nothing to lose. ah, so
1: uh, yes, what's good, everybody. Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. I'm your host Nick Davisis. at Nick Davis Tens you can find me. at Veterans Minimum as we can find all things VM, the number one sports betting
2: vibe on the internet. It's been a while with Josh Williams in the building. It's good. Yeah, man, I was catching strays on the way in. You know what I'm saying? I heard you. You know, Valde- not Valdez, Scantley, uh Kadarius, Tony's not a number yeah. one. All these things. You guys are
1: going to hear that at the end of the episode when Kenny joins us. It was that <laughs> segment as Josh was walking in. Because once again, Josh don't
2: listen. I listen. I took the exact same way. Yeah, and you ran into traffic again. Yeah, I mean, I can't ride. Right, listen, I can't. I can't stop these people from being horrible drivers in Vegas. And look, listen, these Vegas lights take five minutes. So if you're like, I'll give, if, I'll, if, I'll yes, if you're, if, right. if you're on the wrong side of two lights, that's ten minutes gone. <laughs> Ain't nothing you could do. I was, I was in position. I was like, yeah, I'm at the last light. And I literally, it was green as I was texting you. I got all the way. I was the first, I was the second car Mm. because I would have taken it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you go, I go. Oh yeah. How many times are you behind
1: the wheel and you're like, yo, if you go, I go. Shoot. Please, please take the light, take the light, take the the light, light. take the
2: light. Yeah. Don't take the light out here. Yo, how was your Thanksgiving? I haven't seen you since. Thanksgiving was good, man. I worked, um, but uh, you know, it was solid. We do Thanksgiving. We, like, Thanksgiving is probably the biggest holiday in my family. After, you know, everybody got older. Christmas wasn't as big. Um, Thanksgiving became mom's holiday. And so I was the only son this year. Both of my brothers didn't make it. And, uh, yeah, mom was supervising the cooking. She didn't do the cooking, a lot of it. So the yams and the, the mac and cheese.
1: Gotta love the yams, I was bro. I was a little. I was, Gotta love the
2: yams. was frustrated. Yeah. But it was good. And i how about church? You went home.
1: It was cool, man. I talked about it last week. Um, it was cool to go back home. The moment I landed, cannot wait to come back. Like, I'm talking about like, I'm still in the airport. I just love it out here, bro. You really do
2: like it. I, I, yeah. I, yeah. And what do you love about it? Like for real? Because dating is terrible. It is pretty wild. Terrible. Yeah. D- dating is terrible. I've gotten like off the apps too, bro. Like I don't do that. There's not, there's not much to do once you've done it. No, no. Okay. You I, I'll, I'll, I'll look at the lens. I'll look at the lens. It's fine. He's he's hammered. It's it's five o'clock in the afternoon. Happy hour. No, this, this is called 14 years, baby. This is called seasons and seasons of watching them come and go. I've, I've, I'm, look, look, I'm, I'm at the end of my line at Seinfeld. (laughs) You're, you're still season one and two. You're good. It's fun. It's no problem. Look, man, I get I get to come here often, right?
1: Yeah. Like, a lot. I shouldn't say often. I'm here, like, five, six days a week. Um, everyone in the studio is dope. I get to record here. I get That's excited good. when I pull up. Get to chill with Cam and Mace and work on their show. The dudes I do jujitsu with, I like my best friends out here. I chill with them often. More now, lately, out of the gym, too. And then when I'm at the gym, I love going there. So dude, your,
2: your balance is very good.
1: Yeah, man. And like, I'm in a routine. I'm a creature of habit. I like doing the same shit over and over again. And I have no problem with it. Like, I enjoy it. My routine is my routine. I wake up at nine. I'm at the gym at 10 to like one-ish, you know? And uh, I don't want to come off as like, oh, I'm working out for three hours. I was like, nah, I'm sitting around. I'm goofing around. But I go, I get my lift in. I do my jujitsu. I come home. I take a shower. I eat. And then I come here. Yeah. and like, that's like my Monday through Friday, bro. And then... It's just it's dope. Like for me, it's still new. Yeah, like it's still new. The people, the people are sick. I love being around the people that I'm with on a daily basis. So of course I get excited. And there's no knock to like my friends and my family back home, but this is where life is now, bro. Like it's just it's dope. Like I'm constantly busy. It's everything I wanted. So I'd feel like a hypocrite if if I didn't feel this way.
2: That's fair. No, that's fair. I I, I would I would say. This place never holds a candle to New York, like, ever on its best night. In what sense, though? Shoot, every since. Tell me, every since you have culture,
1: dating, C- culture for sure. Yeah, vibe. I think New York City is the most diverse place in the world.
2: There's no vibes out here. Not really. Not really. Like, there's never really a time when you're just like, man, this is a this is a this is a really good time. Like, it's I, I've done it too much. I've I've popped bo- I've popped more bottles than. Than every person on your on your screen right now in these clubs. It's only me and you on the screen. No, right? no, 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 no. It, whoever's on the other side, trust me. <laughs> I've had I've had more than enough Vegas. So it's like, once you've done it, dude, I'm I'm almost 40, bro. It is what it is. I'm like, it's like I want more. And it's like Vegas is like, that's all we got. <laughs> yeah. Whereas New York and other major metropolitan cities, they can continue to evolve as you evolve. So it's like, oh, okay, you don't like to do that anymore. Well, I have this for you now. Vegas doesn't really have that. It has stuff for elderly people, stuff for people that are out thotting and plotting. That middle.
1: Thotting and plotting. That middle, if you don't have kids,
2: you know what I'm saying? I I don't have kids. I don't have kids. I don't have a wife. So like that middle is a struggle for Vegas because if you're not trying to do like the Vegas turn up, there's not a lot of things for you in all retrospect. And if it is, it'll be gone in a year. Like it'll be there for a hot minute and it'll be like, it's out again. Just saying. Yeah. Take and it look, from a vet, man. Just 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 trust me. Just trust me
1: on this. And yo, look, this that's your perspective. And I'm not yeah. saying this wrong, but on the flip side, like, bro, oh, I've gone out like f- five times since I've been here. And every time I've gone out has been cause like, yo, you gotta meet so and so. Yeah. Like if you were to invite me, because you know a lot of UFC people and you're like, yo, bro, you gotta come to fucking, like, I don't know, XS, cause like I'm chilling with so and so. Like, that's the only time I've been out. Yeah. I came here to make money bro and to network and to grow the show and that's my perspective hasn't changed
2: and in, that's in that,
1: and, and that's it it's been like, perfect yeah. yeah for that it's been it's been great man and that's like good. I'm constantly looking for like more and more shit there was a couple of people in the studio a couple of days ago and they're like hey we want to get involved and I'm like alright it's good how much yeah. are we paying yeah I've gotten to that point and it's crazy because I used to hear people that are now like when I was like in my 20s like, I'll be 33 in March, right? But I, crazy how, like, now I'm remembering them telling me that. And now I'm like, ah, oh, yo, it ain't going to be like that for me. Now I'm all about, like, I, I want to go to places that I love being at. Sounds so cliche and lame. No. And then the other thing is, like, yo, I'm trying not to work when I'm 40, bro. Like, I have that help, like, set in my mind. I don't know if that's going to happen, but it's the pursuit of that like yo I want to fucking march 11th 2031 I'll be 40 years old god willing everything goes according to plan I want to just call my account and be like yo can I retire if I wanted to and I just want him to tell me yeah, yeah that's my main goal I probably won't yeah. cuz I really like what I'm doing and I mean shit 8 years from now the trajectory we're on I'm I'm thinking bigger and better stuff but like that's like the thing that like drives me yeah and for me Hearing the people that, when I was younger, be like, yo, bro, it's all about, like, your networking, your health, and make your money, bro. Like, everything else will come. Like, that was, before, you were talking about, like, the dating culture. Yeah. Um, it is pretty whack. But also, like, I find mad people corny, like, quickly.
2: Well, you're from New York. Yeah. So, a lot of the, and, and look, listen, a lot I'm, of the And other- I'm,
1: I'm 32 years old. I watch wrestling once a week, right? So, like, I'm not exactly Fucking Mr. Perfect over here. That, that doesn't here. Another, listen. That doesn't another make wrestling it. Job. Uh, job. reference there. Good job. Yeah.
2: Good job, Kurt. Kurt Hennig. Yeah. Is, is what, is Shout what out we to Mr. Perfect.
1: Him. I still spit my gum out and do that thing all the time. So <laughs> if you're walking by, I might catch you in the hair.
2: <laughs> oh my God. See that salute? Oh my. But yo,
1: like for me, I'm I'm just really I'm really about like my business, bro. Yeah. yeah. I'm really about my business, and I feel like more things happen when you are that way.
2: Yeah. No, listen, Vegas. Uh, look, I, Vegas was always tarnished for me, so it is what it is. Right. I came out of here under false pretense. I was supposed to be moving to New York, straight out of college, working at the NBA. And My parents were like, "You're 21. You're not ready to live in New York by yourself." So I moved here and I dated strippers. That was that was life. There are people too. That oh oh yeah. For I I dated them. I would yeah. have dated them if they weren't. <laughs> They're not aliens.
1: Listen, make your money, bro.
2: I hate you. Let's, your, let's let's get to some sports. Make, make
1: your money, bro. This, this we, gonna can, take a we can turn. figure out the rest uh, on your own time. All right, let's get to sports because we could have went on and on about this <laughs> stuff, especially when strippers got named.
2: Yeah. See.
1: Um, over the weekend, uh, a lot of people outraged about the referees once again, as per usual. Yeah. In particular, the no pass interference on MVS. Yeah. At the end of that game. Clearly pass interference. Would you agree? It
2: is clearly P.I. All right.
1: I know why they didn't throw the flag.
2: Go ahead. What's your
1: reason? They knew that he wasn't going to catch that shit anyway. <laughs> so they're like, yo, bro, yeah, it's P.I., but, like, he's he's glad bag. He's trash. It's not going to work, so it don't matter. And now, if it was Tyree Kill, if it was Justin Jefferson, Devontae. Yeah. Terry McLaurin, shout out to the commanders, your boy. They're coming down with that. They're throwing the flag, but they're like, "Ah, it's MBS. We saw him drop it against Philly. He ain't catching it. He don't. He don't deserve that superstar foul. That uh, that superstar call. He don't deserve it. Yeah. So I think they didn't throw the flag because they knew he was going to drop it anyway.
2: I, I'd say I'm they, being
1: silly, but I'm also being a little serious too. Because <laughs> if that's Tyree Kill, if yeah. it's a bigger name, yeah, right. It's the same thing. Like, how many times have you watched football over the last couple of years where? a call gets called for a Brady and a Mahomes, but it don't for Daniel Jones. It don't for Kirk Cousins. No. And you're saying to yourself like, oh, dude, if it was Brady, they're throwing the flag. Yeah, of course they are because it's Brady. It's the superstar treatment. It's, dude, last year, there was a crazy call against the Falcons in a Falcons-Bucks regular season game where they called a roughing the passer. I remember. And it was for like- For Brady, yeah. And it was like, Brady has even said like, That That was wild. That was a bad one. Yeah. (laughs) But he gets that call. Yeah. If they land on Daniel Jones like that, he's probably not getting that call.
2: He's not getting that call.
1: So that's why I think they didn't throw a flag on MVS in that
2: game. I'll say I think they didn't throw the flag simply because, to your point, he's missed a lot of balls. But on top of that, too, they've had some grace at the end of games. Mm. And we're starting to get in on it where it's like, that, I don't know about that. They've had a lot of Chiefs. Calls at the end of games to give them that one more possession. Now they didn't get it versus Philly. Yeah, you know I mean where Philly ended up, you know, where they ended up uh, being on like fourth and twenty-five because he got um, uh, intentional grounding on third down. But like, yeah, that's that's what I think it was. That, that simply just because they they've had enough. Are you more impressed with Green Bay
1: or more disappointed in Kansas City for that game?
2: I, okay, I'll say, I'll say I'm will say i more impressed with Green Bay because they saw their moment and they took it. Uh, I'm obviously disappointed in Kansas City because their moment should have never arose. But the fact that Green Bay didn't make mistakes because they made big plays down the stretch of that game where it's like, oh, okay, here come the Chiefs. And every time I said that to myself, Green Bay would push back and make a play. That pick at the end, I mean, it was a horrible ball, but you know what I'm saying? Like that that corner still had to go track it. So.
1: I I think that Jordan Love has figured it out. And prior to Thanksgiving, I recorded with Alan and we were talking about, I looked at the Packers and I was saying to myself, Josh, I feel like if they could get through this Thanksgiving Chiefs game, you know, Thanksgiving against the Lions, then play the Chiefs and if they could split. Right. Big underdog in both about a touchdown underdog in both games. If they could split, you look at the rest of their schedule. They play the at the Giants, they play the Bucks, they play the Panthers, they play the Vikings, and they play the Bears. Oh. I was saying if they could get one and one, they could run the table. They've won both those games. Wow. They could run the table. They're on a three-game winning streak. I was high on Green Bay coming in, right? I picked them to win the North. They're not going to win the North. But I picked them to win the North. I, they, they run the table. They can put themselves in position. Yeah, but I think Detroit's schedule is like
2: is, even is, easier. Is, 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 yeah, is similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And, and
1: they have like the game and a half advantage, you know, and they're not playing each other again. They've split that. Yeah. But dude, right now at this very moment, there's maybe two guys playing quarterback better than Jordan Love. Wow. I would say it's like Dak and probably Brock Purdy. At this very moment. Over the last three games, 857 pass yards, eight touchdowns, no interceptions. They're 3-0. and It's like he went through the growing pains early in the year. Right? Like, after week one, I put up the video like, yo, Green Bay is going to have three straight Hall of Fame quarterbacks. It was the hot take episode. Yeah. Around, like, week seven or eight, people were commenting on that. Like, yo, bro, this is the worst take. Why is this video still up? Delete it. Delete it.
2: Nope. Now it kind of looks good. Yeah, well, look, how no, looks good. They they've they've had this formula. They've had a formula now for almost 30 years. You know what I'm saying? Brett Favre came in, no no one thought Brett Favre was going to be Brett Favre obviously, but he came in, did his thing for 15 years. In the midst of him doing his thing, they get Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers sits. Aaron Rodgers finally gets his chance to shine, has a struggled first year, Hall of Fame after. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's something to be said about sitting these guys when you have the opportunity. That was the reason why I was so big on uh, Anthony Richardson going to the, to the Raiders, if the Raiders would have traded up for him, because he didn't have to play. You had Jimmy G, it would have freed up Jimmy G to play. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, I think that if they would have done that, I think they probably would have been in a better spot because who was their first-round pick? I don't really even know who their pick was. I don't know that he's been doing things that a top-10 dude should do. But that formula, man, when you can actually get that quarterback in-house and really grow him, especially if your coach is in place, man, listen, you'll be fine. LaFleur is a good coach. Everyone that hates on him, he's he's done well his entire head coaching run.
1: Bro, and and to add to that, bro, I was watching the game in here yesterday with Antoine, who's in the control room right now.
2: He's undefeated in December. He's now 16-0 in December. LaFleur. Yeah. and. No. Yeah. no, no, no. He, oh, wait, the Lions game was in January last year? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, I know that they lost to the Lions. So, so,
1: dude, this is why every year, the last couple of years, and look, last year, everyone that was listening to the show, I said it on here. I bet them around this time
2: mm-hmm.
1: to win the Super Bowl and to make like the playoffs, win the conference, win the Super Bowl because the odds were outrageous. And you looked at the schedule, you're like, yo, if they could get through that Miami game, Remember they played a Miami game on like a Saturday? Yeah. And that's when Tua threw the three interceptions and like three straight drives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you go back and you watch it, he got concussed in that game. We broke down that video, the jujitsu video, Jerry and I from the gym. We broke that down. One of the hits that he got was in like early second half of that game. And then after that, he threw all those interceptions. And you're looking at the picks, It's like, bro, there's four Packer helmets there. (laughs) Like, what are you doing? And then you're like, yo, bro, he was probably concussed, right? So deja vu dude like I'm taking I'm taking some Packer futures I wish I would have trusted myself prior because I would have got a crazy number before the Lions and and the, the Chiefs game
2: yeah but yeah before that Lions game for sure before that Lions game
1: for sure and now look like I said before they're at the Giants home Bucks at Carolina at Minnesota home to Chicago and right now they're a playoff team like right now if the playoffs ended they're the 7th seed yeah and Dude, I think Jordan Love has like figured it out. I think this offense—they've gotten guys healthy. I, I want to—I'm sh- not sure what happened with Watson at the end of that game. It looked like he wanted to stay in bounds, and he might have pulled the hamstring. Mm. Um, that's going to be something interesting to monitor. They haven't really reported on that at the time that we're recording. It's a team that I—I th- I think I'm buying into, bro. And yeah. I was buying into them about two weeks ago, and now I feel even better about them. So I think Green Bay is. Right now, Jordan Love is playing unbelievable. And LaFleur in December just hasn't lost.
2: Uh, well, look, I, I want to say in the um, in the uh, season preview show, I think you took Green Bay as the division winner. Yeah. I think you did. So you've always been high on them. Um, I, I knew that they probably would be... I knew they were ahead of the Bears. And then it was just where the Vikings were going to be. Right. And I think the Vikings now, over the course of the season not having Kirk Cousins is going to show up and I think that that's going to be their downfall yeah. but they could have they they might they might have messed around and really kind of got back into it themselves too
1: well I, I also think like with Green Bay the thing that's really interesting is that yeah I was high on them but also the way their season has played out is exactly how I thought it was going to play out too because Jordan Love some weeks looks like he might not get another chance yeah. to be a starting quarterback at Green Bay and now you're looking at it like holy shit <laughs> This guy is unbelievable. He gets that ball out
2: fast, and I yo, he has him that. he
1: has a lot of like Rodgers tendencies. He does, and that's what happens when you're playing under the greats. You're gonna pick that up. Like he hasn't worked for Zach Wilson, but they also weren't together as much yeah. as like he was. Jordan Love was there for three years. Three with him. years, bro. So it goes. It goes a long way, man. And I've just been impressed with them. I think their defense is playing really well. I think their skill position players like they're getting more and more guys. Like the tight end scored yesterday. You got Reed, you got Dobbs, you got Watson, you'll get Aaron Jones back at some point. You got AJ Dillon, got a pretty good offensive line. And especially in the NFC, you need to be good in the trenches because you have to go up against San Fran, Dallas, and Philly to get to the Super Bowl. You're going to play one of those teams or two. at some point or yeah. two, yeah. or maybe even all three of them. Yeah, wild right? card. Like, yeah, you might as a, as a wild card if you're the seven seed. So I just think. It, it's, they're playing really well, man. And I like, I like the talent on this team. And, and it's a team that I'm definitely, I'm de- definitely bullish on. There it is. There it is. What else stood out to you in week 13?
2: Oh, week 13, man. Let me, let me take a quick look.
1: Uh, How can you not I, mention the guy you picked to be MVP? And I laughed at
2: you. Well, well, listen, first off, because that game also comes with some pain. Uh, uh you that, got to see it and uh, yes. like. It was, oh no, he, I didn't. I did didn't watch. I didn't watch. Like, I. You want me to tell you how much of my game I watched? I pulled up. I pulled up the church. Right. I pull up the church. I turn the game on my phone. Uh, depending on how the game is, I might watch it during church. I'm not gonna lie. It'll just be muted. And I pull up the church. Sam Howell pick six. Seventeen nothing. Yeah, we ain't. Even, I'm not even gonna waste my energy. Like, I'm putting my phone on mute. I don't even want to deal with it because I already knew. Like, one of my friends is a season ticket holder, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to the game. I'm like, bro, why? And I turned on the game, and it was raining. I was like, you went to a blowout rain game? No. I stay home on those. I I, I will I will not waste my energy. <laughs> There's only so many FUs I have in my life. <laughs> I got to save some.
1: Yeah. Uh, I do feel for Sam Howell. He... He's getting pressured and hit more than any other quarterback in the league. That's why career. he's also, yeah. And that's why he's also turning the ball over too. Look, man, I think um, the the big story is Tyreek Hill, right? And I talked about it, been talking about it the last couple of weeks. And also um, with you, when we did like the third of the way through recap of the season, you said Tyreek Hill for MVP.
0: I think the, I sat over there for that one. I think at that was, the time, what
1: I was over there. At the time, I think he might have been here. <clears throat> but at the time, it was a little ridiculous because yeah, he was playing well, but Tua was also playing really well. Mm-hmm. Now, has had those like multiple interception games. He's played pretty shitty, where Tyreek's been fucking amazing this whole season, like start to finish. <clears throat> and the comparison that I gave then, now it's coming into fruition even more. It was similar to Cooper Cup in 2021. Yes. What Tyreek is doing now, it's similar to Cooper Cup. And Stafford is playing similar to Tua. Like, Stafford had a good year. Stafford also had, like, double-digit interceptions, had, like, a four-straight-week stretch where he threw a pick six. I remember because, like, they were my Super Bowl pick. I had a 15-to-1 future on the Rams. And that was the comparison. And what Tyreek Hill is doing, I, I haven't bet Tyreek Hill. Right prior to last week's game, he was 40 to one. Now he's 15 to one on wager attack. So the number got halved. I think more and more momentum is going to start happening. But I would like to see a non quarterback win the MVP because I think right now in 2023 in the NFL, this NFL season, the most valuable player has been a non quarterback. Game one to game 13, it's either been Christian McCaffrey or it's been Tyreek Hill. And yeah, would I want CMC to win it? Of course, because like I bet on CMC to win it. But I haven't bet on Tyree Kill. I think that's the answer, though. It was yeah. the cover of the episode last week. Yeah, It was like the NFL MVP is not
2: a quarterback. And, and look, and I, I don't think it should be. There hasn't been exemplary quarterback play. And that's the thing, too, right? Like every quarterback
1: has had An definitely won most of them two some like three shitty games. Yes. And 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 shitty games in the sense of like four touchdowns, three interceptions. Yeah, right? Or, you know, three touchdowns, two picks, uh a turnover like 180 yard passing day. You know, yes. like yes. It, it hasn't been like a quarterback and that's why I think this conversation needs to be had about a skill position player because it's never it hasn't happened in a long time. It's never been a wide receiver. Yeah. And, dude, like, what Tyreek is doing is just wild. He said he wanted to be the first wide receiver to crack 2,000. He's on pace for that.
2: fourteen eighty one.
1: And I think now you're going to start getting the, yo, let's, I mean, they force feed him anyway. He gets about, like, 10 and a half targets a game. 10 and a half targets a game is what he's averaging. That's crazy. Now it's going to be, like, even more so. Yeah. Yeah, let's get him more touchdowns. Let's get him more yards. Let's get him more catches. And I just think start to finish, it was the same take that I had with Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup from week one to week 18 was the best player. He had no shitty game. His worst game was like seven for 77.
2: Yeah. Right. And probably a touchdown or so. Yeah. And it's like Tyreek's been that guy the whole year. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, look, 93, 93 catches already. So we're, we still have what, six games you said? So he already has 93 balls, uh, 12 touchdowns, 1,481 yards. Um, I mean, look, if he if he gets to two thousand, I don't think you can keep it from him. I'm still upset that Megatron didn't get it the year that he went crazy. But if Tyreek Hill, because he might messer, I don't know, I don't know if he's number one in receptions as well. But if he's number one in receptions, number one in yards, he probably might even finish number one in touchdowns. You you got to give it to that man, because if you take him off that field for for the Dolphins, they're a totally different team. Like the the way they exist right now doesn't doesn't happen. So, and like you said, Tua has had enough bad games. He's been enough of the reason that they've lost. Tyreek Hill has never been the reason they've lost. You know what I'm saying? Like, him having a bad game is still 80 yards. He's still out there doing his job. So, I don't know. We'll see. Keenan Allen has 102
1: catches Okay. Tyreek Hill's 93. But he also has about 300 more yards and has five more touchdowns than him. That's crazy. And also, like, you got to remember, like, Keenan Allen... He has 102 catches for 1,100 yards. It's basically just like check downs or four or five yard outs. Yeah. Where Tyreek is doing it everywhere. Yeah. You know, and uh, someone asked, I think it was Wes Welker. They asked him like, who's a better wide receiver? Him or, him or Randy Moss? And like, he said, because he's the wide receiver coach for the Dolphins. That's why yes. like that question was even brought up. Oh, that's so not okay. And he's like, yo, Tyreek could run every route in the route tree where Randy Moss was, like, the greatest vertical threat. Like, even though Tyreek is faster, like, Moss was, like, a 4'3 guy. And he could, like, it's a term. Like, he created a term. You got Moss, Moss. Yeah. You you say that in any sport where a guy just, like, (laughs) suns you, right? It's like, yo, you got Moss. Mine. Mine, yeah. (laughs) So Tyreek is, like, entering. He's won a Super Bowl. Uh, He's obviously been paid. He's setting all these records. Um, I always compared him to Steve Smith.
2: Hmm. That's like, a good one. Steve
1: Smith was undersized. Undersized. But just. Yeah. Yulked.
2: Sturdy. And, he wasn't and, as fast
1: as Tyreek Hill. He was fast But though. like, he was a demon. Yes, he was. Over the middle. Just like anywhere. Anytime. place. Like, go up and get it. it. could challenge you. And that's like one thing I feel like Tyreek don't get
2: enough credit for. He goes up. And like. Oh, yeah. 50-50 balls. He comes down with them. No. So Tyreek Hill played in the uh, um, celebrity game that I helped do uh, last year. Floyd's game for uh, the Pro Bowl. And when I tell you Tyreek Hill's dunking the ball, like he's he's got the he, he can go up in the in in the uh, in, in the elevator, and go and go put the ball down. So like at five, what is he 5'10", five five maybe with cleats? Yeah, he's dunking, like he is explosive, completely explosive. So yeah, no, you're right, hundred percent.
1: So Tyreek Hill now has twenty touchdowns of at least sixty yards. It's tied for fourth all time. Behind Deshaun Jackson, who's the leader at twenty six. Jesus, Jerry Rice at twenty three, and Devin Hester at twenty one. It accounts for punt returns. Okay, also for, okay. for for Devin Hester. And and
2: how how many? It was uh, twenty six for Deshaun. Yeah, and then how many for Tyreek? He's at twenty. Wow, he probably well, breaks that. Yeah, he's he's gonna get there. Yeah, he's gonna get. No, we're not saying he's gonna break it this year, but no. he's so, he, yeah. He, he might have another two or three in him this year, though.
1: Wicked, man. So, I I think that's what... That was my biggest takeaway. I think the league MVP this year is is Tyreek Hill or Christian McCaffrey. Like, bro, Eagles, Eagles, Niners game, right? Massive L on that. We talk about that with Kenny a little later. But how is Brock Purdy the league MVP favorite right now? Is he? Yeah.
2: Well, that's terrible. Because I'll put it to you like this. I said this on my show earlier today. Uh, the pocket that that man had was incredible. Like, I mean, listen, like, look, it's so upsetting that fans don't understand what they're really looking at. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, we need to get another receiver. It's like, bro, we have receivers. The reason that Jennings can catch the ball and it's like, why didn't somebody guard Jennings? These dudes are hard to guard. Corners can only cover so long, but if I'm given four to five seconds and a clear view of vision over and over again, I'm going to dice you up. That is my job. You know what I'm saying? And if I can't do that, then I'm not good enough to be in this position. But most quarterbacks don't have that, man. Like that man literally, he literally has four to five seconds. There's nobody giving him any pressure both in the middle or on the outside. That's that's incredible. It's easy to do your job when everyone else is doing theirs. You know what I mean? But usually on most teams, at least four or five dudes every play ain't doing their job. Yeah. You know what well, I I I don't know if that's fair, though. Like, that's not Brock's fault. No, no. It's not his fault. He's making the most of his moment. Yeah. But at the same time, like, uh, he does have a lot of help. So For are, sure. is Christian McCaffrey going to pull some votes from him? He should. Is You know what I mean? Is is Debo Samuel, who catches a, a a 15-yard dig and then is able to get in the middle and find a seam and break three more tackles all the way to the end zone? That's not Brock Purdy's touchdown. It is on his record. Right. But that's, that's Debo Samuel. That wasn't Brock Purdy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Debo broke 3 tackles to get into that, you know, get past the safety. Like that's that's not on the quarterback.
1: But it it goes back to what what I talked about this team last year. How they're the most unique and versatile offense I think I've ever seen in football. Because Debo could get handoffs, McCaffrey could get handoffs. They could also run wide receiver routes out of like the X and Y position on yeah. the outside. They could line up in the slot.
2: You can put them anywhere,
1: and then you got Ayuk, you got Kittle, you got a random like Jennings.
2: Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. You got like, everyone covered. Got oh, everyone. there's
1: Jennings. There's Jennings, right? So, <laughs> I think it's the most versatile and unique offense of all time. And my bad if I didn't mention Kittle. No, you, you know, did. I, you I know, did right. You said so Kittle. Like, you know, and and Kittle Kittle now is in that Gronk territory in the sense of they don't gotta unleash him all the time. Nope, you're right. No, you're. But a it's thousand- like yo, right. we got the Eagles. Bet. Let's let's throw some grunt. Let's yeah. throw some kittle at him. Let's get the Cowboys. Let's throw some kittle at him where he had like two touchdowns against yeah. them. It's like, yo, let's save them. Let's keep them healthy. Yeah. Let's keep these guys healthy. And then we'll unleash them when the time comes. And that was the biggest like takeaway for me. And then, you know, if you're, if you're Philly, dude, it's. The schedule was so wicked. Like just buzzsaw after buzzsaw after buzzsaw. It's Cowboys. It's Bills. It's Chiefs. It's Niners now. It's Cowboys again. Like this was the part of the schedule where where you were looking at it from the beginning of the year. It's like that five game stretch is going to say a lot about this team. Yeah. Look, right now they're three and one in that stretch, (laughs) so they're still fine. Like any Eagles fan will be like, "Yo, if we could leave five hundred in that, cool." And that's what they're going to be. Like even if they lose to Dallas this week, they'll still be three and two in that five week stretch where it was wicked. I'm not worried about Philly. I think Philly's still fine. I think. Everything Debo Samuel and all these guys were saying in the offseason season was true though. Like, yo, bro, you guys are happy you beat us, yeah, but it's because Brock went down. Like, yeah. shit would have been different. Yeah. And it's hard to not justify that after what we saw.
2: It definitely wouldn't have been the game that we saw. Now, would it have? Would that? Well, we have never been know. The... We never know though, because yeah. like
1: to, to push back a little bit, this is Brock now year two as a starter yes. not as a starter but it's like his second year in the league y- him him as the guy his, him as the guy he's played now close to uh, give or, or take like 20 games like uh, he's played a full season yeah. he's played
2: about a full season yeah, yeah.
1: and and the last thing now because I still feel like Philly's a really hard place to go in and play and win yes I think San Fran will be like alright bro we gotta go back to Philly we'll be fine we went in there and won yeah and we beat him already It's not as intimidating as it was before. Yeah. It's like when teams first went into Green Bay and like they would win in Green Bay in December. It's like, all right, bro, we'll come back in the snow. It's all good. Right. The Giants, a little bit of a different example because the Giants ended up losing that game anyway. But if you listen to the 07 Super Bowl team, they're like, yo, when we played them in the last game of the regular season and we had nothing to play for because we were the five seed no matter what, but they had a chance to go undefeated. So to them, it mattered. Like, no, no, you're, they,
2: no, you're talking about the Patriots. That's the Patriots. Yeah, I'm talking not about Green Bay.
1: Yeah, I'm talking about the, yeah, I'm talking about the Patriots Giants. Like how yeah. the Giants got confident in that game. Yes, where the Giants had nothing to play for, they were a five seed anyway, and then New England had everything to play for. And the Giants are like, bro, they put all hands on deck, all the chips were in, so they could get that win to go undefeated. Yes, and we didn't even care if we like, won, and they beat us by a field goal. So then when they played them in the Super Bowl, they're like, bet, yo. Y- y'all ain't shit. We gonna be here now. Now we have. Now we're gonna play our game because it matters. Yes, it didn't matter three weeks ago. Yes. So again, different example because the Giants didn't win that game. But when you see that opponent and you play them and you say to yourself, like, you're not as intimidating, bro. Yes. Like, how many times do you see fighters? Fighters avoid that one dude, like, yo, that's the boogeyman. Yeah. We don't want now. Nah, we don't want to smoke. <laughs> and then. Chamaya, for example, nobody wanted to fight Chamiyev. And then Gilbert Burns fought him and he beats Gilbert Burns, but it's, he took a round off him. He dropped him, yeah. kind of exposed some, some flaws. flaws yeah. Like, hey man, take him into deep waters. Take him past the seven minute round, says seven minute mark. He's going to be a little tired. And then you're like, yo, I'll fight Chamiyev. <laughs> it's like, yo, where were you six months ago? Oh, because you didn't get to see how they could be exposed. Yeah, Ronda Rousey, same thing. No one wanted to fight Ronda.
2: The second she
1: got exposed. The second she got exposed, everybody's lining up to fight Ronda. So, I think there's a lot of parallels to that when you're looking at it from like a football standpoint and even, dude, I wish I was doing a podcast then. But like, going back to 2007, remember when the Warriors the We Believe Warriors beat the Mavericks? Yes. And Dirk was MVP?
2: Yes. Was it 07 or 06? That was, no, that was 07. 07, That was right? 07,
1: yeah, yeah. Mavs won like 60 games or close no, to they, it. They, no, they, they won the like
2: 65. Seat. 67. Yeah, they, they. yes, I think they did win 67. Yeah. They, and they, they then, were unbeatable. And then, yo, what happened that year?
1: Warriors beat them three out of four times. Oof. And then they beat them as an eight seed. The We Believe Warriors, Baron Davis and those guys, right? That but again, nice it's stuff. because they weren't as intimidated when they played them when it mattered most, and that's what I think to bring this back to where we're at now. I think San Fran, I think San Fran is looking at it like, all right, we might have to go back to Philly, because Philly's still the number one seed if things yeah. end there right now. Yeah. So I think once you like put a a
2: bent in that armor of theirs, that invincibility, you're like, yeah. ah, it's not as intimidating, bro. Well, I think for me, this is this is what I'll say. Philly hadn't played a full game almost all season, like a full game. Like last year, Philly was dominating teams. And so the, so my, my, my pushback on Philly last year was, what are they going to do when they're actually in a dogfight? And that's what happened in the Super Bowl. They finally saw a dogfight and they started to wilt a little bit. You know what I mean? This year, they haven't put a full 60 minutes together. Do you think
1: they yeah. wilted though, bro?
2: I don't well, think so. I just think Mahomes is just like I, not that they wilted. I maybe not wilted, but they definitely did like I could see that they were a little bit more nervous. There was some tension, there was some nervousness in there because it wasn't like, oh, they're just gonna lay down for us like everyone else right. has.
1: But that but that's what happens when you play a team that's been there, done that.
2: Yeah. So yeah. To your point, you're you right. Yeah, I but, agree with you. But this year, this year, man, they they've had like, listen, my team had them on the ropes twice. We took them to overtime once. We were a, a blown Terry McLaurin, you know, catch on the sideline call from winning that game. And they beat us, they beat us in the second game. AJ Brown loses mine, my my rookie isn't isn't ready. And but like they've had a lot of games where it's like they have to just, oh, okay, let's put the cape on. But when you're playing a better team, if you're playing a team like for the 49ers or I won't say Dallas because we still, we know Dallas is Jekyll and Hyde, but like, say they had to play the Bills or say they had to play the Ravens and they allow, they gift these teams 10, 15 points. Those teams aren't relinquishing that lead because they have enough that they can just say, okay, well, we can keep changing how we're going to play this game. I I mean, I I don't think that they're going to implode. I was on my show, I was talking about whether they're going to implode or kind of galvanize. I think that they still get to where they need to be, but. I think that they could mess around and, and lose that number one seed because they've they've got two losses now, right? They, it's, they
1: have, it's up for grabs now. Yeah, they, they play they play Dallas. I think it's for first place for for the division. So then, in theory, it? it's for yeah because Dallas is Dallas I, is uh, nine and three also.
2: Are they? Yeah, I didn't realize they had only three losses. I feel I, I feel like they had more.
1: Yeah. Okay, so it's it's going to be telling. Like I I'm already looking at the three and a half for the Eagles because. You're a good team that just lost. Bounce back the next week. Kind of a spot that I always take. Yeah. And that was a spot that I took last week with with the Eagles also. And it, it didn't come into fruition. But it's just one of those situations where I got to bet. I want to push back a little bit on the Washington. I hear what you're saying. But I think Washington's a bad example because you guys always play them tough. Like, those are games that I think are anomalies. Like, however the Eagles and Washington Commander games go down, it's like you can kind of throw it out the window because – they're in division. They always seem to have your number, mm. right? Like the Eagles always beat the Giants, but Washington always beats the Eagles, or like at least big, or at least gives them a fight. Yeah, it gives them a fight. So that's why I think that's a bad example. But the the concept behind it, I think, was fair. I just think that Philly, dude, I wish my team played shitty games and was ten and two. Like, why is that a bad thing?
2: It's 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 not a bad thing, but it is it is a concerning thing. I'd say to the end goal. You understand what I'm saying? Like, it's not a bad like. Listen, both of us would take ten and two right now, yeah, especially of the way it's looking. It's exactly like when people talk about the the brotherly shove. Like, I hate on it, but when it comes down to it, if I had the monumental move, I'd be like first down. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. So it's it, I get it, but at so this, yo, Would you rather?
1: Would you rather? Oh, would your, I rather? Yeah. Would you rather? Would you rather your team be like Philly, who barely? You know, some games they don't play their a game. They sneak by, but they get the W. But they were also doing that against juggernauts like the Cowboys and the Bills and the Chiefs. Or would you rather be someone like Miami, who once again beats the shit out of a shitty team, Josh's team? But Strays. It's like <laughs> it's like, what would you prefer? Cause then when Miami plays someone good,
2: they get their shit punched in. Mm. So what do you what's your what's your answer to that? Well, okay. I mean, listen, I, I would I'd rather I'd rather be, I'd rather know my team could play someone good and win. Yeah, don't yes. need to look great. Well, but look, they didn't they didn't look great against the the Patriots. They beat the Patriots by five. They didn't look they didn't look great against the Vikings. Remember, they had all those interceptions. They beat the Vikings by six. They they beat. That the was Buc- a weird game though. The the Vikings game I remember it was a Thursday night football. They were up like twenty eight to seven, and then. Minnesota kind of went on this run but well but remember Minnesota had like 7 turnovers and barely lost you know what I'm saying like for to get 7 turnovers and you win the game by one by one score mm. okay. you you aren't really you're not really beating anybody um but then they, they they you know they 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 struggled a little bit with the Rams they beat the Rams but they did struggle they lose to the Jets they beat the Dolphins that's that's one where it's like okay that they beat the Dolphins by two touchdowns they beat me but they beat the 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 Commanders by 7 they beat the the Cowboys by five. They barely beat the Chiefs. You know what I'm saying? The Chiefs had their chances to win the game, but they didn't. They still won. And that's a that's a Super Bowl rematch. And then, you know, you 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 have to fight to come back against the the Bills. Like, I to your point, I would rather be a team that I know can go and win those games, but that's still not, that's not a that's not a formula that I would want to see. You know what I mean? Give me a team that if we're blowing people out, we're blowing people out, but at least on this side, you know that you can win tight games. Mm. Last year, they didn't know they could win tight games. So this year, they do know they can win tight games, but you can't keep putting yourself behind the eight ball against good teams. I guess that's, that's my biggest pushback against Philly this year. No, it's a fair assessment.
1: I'd just rather my team be able to be successful against good teams.
2: Good teams, yeah. Because
1: then I know when they do play a good team in the playoffs... They're not going to buckle. They're not going to buckle. Yeah, yeah, I'd much rather that. That's why I think there's a lot of uncertainty with Miami.
2: Mm, Right now, they're the one
1: seed. I think there's a lot of uncertainty with a team like Detroit.
2: For sure. Never been there. Never been there.
1: Yeah, never been there. And also, like, this year, they just haven't had any good wins. They haven't had a win against a legitimate opponent. Yo, the Dallas Cowboys, too. You know how we feel about the Cowboys. We talk about this all the time. Like, I think the Seahawks win was really impressive. because Seattle is, they're scrappy. They're rugged. Well, well coached. Carroll's gonna yeah. have them well coached. They're mm-hmm. gonna be in a good position. Both of them were coming off the same amount of rest. Like even though it was a Thursday night game, they both played on Thanksgiving. Yeah. And Dallas had to fight back because Dallas was down in that game too. Yeah. And you know what, man? I think that was that was a really good win if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan and and supporter because it showed you that they could play a good team and come back and win. Look, Seattle is still in the playoff hunt. Um, even though I think they're a team whose stock is going down and then another team in that division whose stock is going up, I think it's the Rams, bro. The Rams are going to be a tough out. Yeah. The Rams make the playoffs. They're going to be a tough out because they have a legitimate quarterback. They got some weapons. Now, Puka's going crazy. You obviously know about Cooper Cup. Williams, the running back, all of a sudden Mm -hmm. is going to win a lot of people money in fantasy. Because he was not on a roster a month ago and now he's putting up 100 yards and a touchdown every week. Yeah. There's always a guy in fantasy. That's why like my fantasy strategy has always been like, yo, wait on running back. I'd rather take receivers now. Mm. I'd rather take receivers now because it's harder for you to find a Justin Jefferson than it is to find a replacement at running, running back. back. Yeah. So, and it happens every year, bro. Like, Guys just come out of the woodwork off the couch, <laughs> and they're putting up hundred yard games and touchdowns. Catch, catch a couple, uh, catch a couple holes. Yeah, and they're just like going crazy. So, and this offense is going to be intimidating. Like the offensive line is playing a lot better. They they've had a lot of turnover. It's something we've been talking about the Rams all year.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, you can still get a plus number on them to make the playoffs around like plus one twenty ish. Schedules, you know, a little up and down depending on how you feel on the other teams. Remember this is subjective, but. And their defense is making plays, and you got McVeigh pulling the strings, right? The boy genius. Good, good coaching. And oh,
2: uh, we've we've mentioned multiple coaches that walked out of my facility. Oh, bro, uh, this, this talk about like like look, listen, Mc, uh, Josh Mc, not Josh McDaniel, excuse me. Um, uh, the coach in Florida, in Miami, yeah, the Redskins, uh, Lafleur, McDaniel, Lafleur, Redskins, Shanahan, McVeigh, Shanahan, all McVay, in the building. All in the building. Oh, all are like, uh, I'm not gonna coach here. Kevin O'Connell for the for the Vikings. Yeah, yeah,
1: bro. Yo, shout out to Jay Gruden. Does not get the credit he deserves for having all those guys under him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Jay, well, Jay, and then also Mike Shanahan, right? Because because a couple of them that were there were Mike Shanahan, and then right. when Mike left. Uh, Jay kept, you know, kept yeah. McVay, kept Kevin O'Connell, kept those guys, all those guys. Man, listen.
1: It's always great whenever the Commanders play one of those head coaches they oh. show that graphic.
2: Nah, that's not great at all. It's oh uh, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, <laughs> it's not sorry, it's not great for you, it's great. It's great for me though. As someone that likes to <laughs> laugh at people's misery when it comes to their sports fandom. Um the New England Patriots full full tank season. Yes. Hey, hey. <laughs> 30 to 1 to have the worst record in the league. All of you watching said, "Oh, bro, it's Belichick, dude. He's not gonna have a losing season." Hope y'all listened.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you did yeah. that,
1: yo, bro. He's he's not even naming the starter anymore. It's just like we're not we're not sure. like yeah. You know, it might be Zappy. It might be Mac Jones. Mac Jones Soza' a we'll incomplete. See. You getting pulled like they don't. They're they're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. And especially once like Christian Gonzalez went down, and then Judon went down, and like respective weeks. This team is in full tank mode. Um, shout out to to Kyle Long and Chris Long. They're part of the Blue Wire Network on their pod. They were like Bill Belichick got to see his quarterback in person. Maybe he goes and coaches the Chargers next year.
2: Wow! Right, swan song. Got and Justin like, Herbert. And see, and this is this is kind of my one thing about that. Um, the defense Bel- is awful. With yeah. the Chargers. They got some big name pieces on there. Yeah, the Chargers', de- is a defensive Chargers line. defense should not be bad at all. Yeah. But I guess my thing is this. Patriot fans, calm down. Patriot Nation, calm down. They had... You guys had 20 years of greatness. Remember, Mac Jones made the playoffs his first year. So they've had three bad years. Three. And it's like the sky is falling. Bro, relax. Relax. You know what I mean? Like... Do not push Belichick out. Now, if Belichick wants to retire for real retire, then you allow him to do that. But to push him out after year after year after year of winning, like all the hysteria in Boston is like, bro, relax. Welcome back to what real fanhood feels like because they don't know what it looks like anymore. They've had nothing but greatness when you can just expect to make the Super Bowl or at least a Super Bowl run. Every year, dog. Yeah, remember, even even when Brady went down with the ACL, they won eleven games. Yeah, like like, do you understand how good yeah, they've been? I've I've talked
1: about this how I have zero sympathy from for people that are my age, you yeah. know, thirty two to thirty five that yeah. are, live in Boston. You've won a lot of championships. Um, this is what real football is like. like this is what it's talk like. About it. <laughs> However, I do want to say that, and and we'll wrap with this before we have Kenny join us. What is the grace period? or a head coach or a quarterback or a GM before you're like, yo, bro, this when, ain't it no more.
2: When 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 they're not the the greatest coach of all time? I'm, years. I'm asking. Well, three, no, three, listen. What, but yo, bro, I another, three years. Three years. I, yeah. I give you two or three, depending on if the, you've lost the locker room or anything like that. The Patriots have not been good for about five years. Even the last year
1: with Brady. They, like, got into the playoffs, and then they lost to the Titans. And I was all over that. Talked about this last couple of weeks. Like, he hasn't been good since, like, 2019.
2: And the year I, the year before that last year, you, you mentioned, what did they do? They won the Super Bowl. Yeah. Right. I mean, look. So then from t- 2019,
1: 2020, the COVID year with, yeah. like, Cam Newton, and then Mac Jones, you make the playoffs. But, again, like, I thought that was a Band-Aid yeah. on how shitty the team was built. And then what happened in that playoff game? The sportsbooks gave us minus three Buffalo. Yeah. And they won by 30. Yeah. <laughs> so how Bro. good w- was that team, right? And then the year after, and then now. So listen. I don't know what the I don't know what the answer is. Like yeah. I'm not trying to be mean. No. I don't no. know what the answer is. But I think at some point it's like, hey man, we don't want to fire you because you've done everything you've done, but yeah. it might have to be one of those like you're gonna agree to step down, but you're uh, really going to be fired.
2: I'll, I'll say this. Robert Kraft has made billions of dollars off the back of Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick stays as long as he wants. That's uh, my feeling. I don't know, bro. It Look, I mean, I know it's a business. I but get all that. But what if he lost your touch? Oh, look, if he's lost his touch, he's lost his touch, but at the same time, his quarterback situation has been god-awful. So a just lot, like... A lot of actions just, of him, though. Well, but just like the rest of us that haven't had quarterbacks... We know what this looks like. This is what this is what life in the NFL looks like when your quarterback is trash. It is what it is. So to act like you know, he didn't have the goat, the goat leaves, the goat goes win another title himself. But at the same time, like, bro, like he had he had a franchise quarterback that stayed healthy. Like Tom Brady didn't miss games unless he was suspended <laughs> for 20 years. You know what I mean? So yeah, for me, I yeah. I I look, I don't feel any sympathy i say relax simply because you had so much greatness you you can you can have a bad 10-year stretch and still be fine you can be as frustrated as you want to be but yeah that's that's just me
1: dude let's show love to a division that if you would have told me bro that two maybe three teams were gonna make the playoffs from a division in the afc hmm I never would have picked the south. Yes. And yeah. right now, yes, at the moment they have the Jaguars mm-hmm. and the Colts as playoff teams with Houston having a 7 and 5 record also basically like on the playoff verge.
2: Yeah, they're they're they if the playoffs start today Houston's in the playoffs.
1: They are not. No, cuz they're the 8 seed. Right now if the oh, playoffs wow. started, it's Miami as the 1 seed. Baltimore two-seed, Jaguars three-seed, Chiefs as a four-seed, yep. Steelers, Cleveland, and the Colts. I think— and Oh, the Colts. The Colts have it right, right now. Right. The Colts have it right now. But I think you could eliminate the Browns because now Joe Flacco is playing quarterback for them. And the team is really good. Defense is amazing. But eventually, you're going to need a quarterback. So, I'm taking them out. And who knows what happens with Kenny Pickett and the Steelers because— I thought that was a bad loss yesterday, but yeah, kind of, dude, a 90 minute delay in total. Oh, I didn't that see that. Game. What happened? It was like lightning and, and, oh. and like a tornado watch or some like
2: terrible weather.
1: Yeah. On the 90
2: minute weather delay. Well,
1: it, it was, they had two of them. <laughs> they had like a 30 minute and then they had like a 45 minute,
2: you know, like it oh, okay. was
1: something wicked. Like the game ended around like halftime of the afternoon sleep.
2: Yeah, yeah. I was wondering why that game was still going. Yeah, it was still going. I just thought it was something and, weird. And look,
1: they Pickett got hurt. I saw that he had ankle surgery. I don't know if that, like, I would assume that surgery is, like, he's out. <laughs> I know he's oh. not playing Thursday. I don't know if he comes back. The schedule is pretty favorable because, like, they still have the Bengals on the schedule. Like, their schedule is pretty favorable. But, dude, in the event that, like, Pickett is out and then obviously the Browns regressing because they don't have the quarterback, you might have Houston and the Colts in the playoffs. Unlike Houston yesterday, they won a big game over Denver, who's yes. also fighting for a playoff spot. I think the AFC is exactly what we thought it was going to be, just that the teams are different. Yeah, like No one saw the Colts. No one saw the Texans. No. No one saw... Uh, some people saw the Browns, depending on like what Watson was going to do. Yeah. How he was going to shape up, but... Look, man, there's a lot of teams that are still not out of it. And I think it's going to be... Super compelling down the stretch. We got, like, five games left for
2: every team. But shout out to the AFC South. Very exciting. Everybody but, uh, what, the Titans? Yeah. <laughs> we're just not remembering the Titans this year. That's that's what it is. Nah, we're not. We're just not.
1: D-Hop yelling at Will
2: Levis. Like, yeah, what do you want him to do, bro? He's a rook. Yeah, that situation is bad. bad. But look, look, what have you done? You've thrown two picks, two high draft picks at a quarterback did you get it right either time it's it's that quarterback man if you don't have him it's going to be you have to it look you have to build an identity and in Tennessee has had it but now with Henry starting to 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 you know to grind down now okay now we need a quarterback again and if you don't have one man like it's just it's not a fair it's not a fair game it just isn't and most teams don't there's only a few of those dudes out there
1: yeah it's hard bro
3: it's
1: hard to find a quarterback Yes, Have you noticed is. that, like, a lot of the attention on, like, Caleb Williams has kind of yeah. gone down a little bit? Yeah. I, I still think he's better than May. Yeah, but it's just not—he's not that all-worldly, holy yes. shit prospect he was a month ago.
2: Yeah. But you still—if you're Caleb Williams, you still got to come out because you're top five.
1: I want to ask you something about college football. Yeah. um, A few things, right? How do you feel about guys missing— Electing to sit out bowl games because he said he's not going to play in the bowl game. Yeah, like the Holiday Bowl or some shit sure, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, I mean, look, they've they've put in the work, right? You know, Caleb Williams has played in bowl games. He's played in two, so he's put his time in. And if he's going to come out, he has nothing left to prove. Like, my stock's not going to go up or down by playing in some JV bowl game. Now, if this was, you know, the national championship or one of those. He's not know, sitting out. He's there. not sitting those out because those still have the ability to write my story different. You know what I'm saying? Right. But if you're just going to play in a bowl game, like I'm in the, the, the Topeka Bowl. No, I'm not playing because it does nothing for me. You know what I mean? It might help the team, but, you know. What was, what was that? Uh, remember the Titans again? No, screw the team. <laughs> like, I'm going to get
1: mine. I mean, bro, I... I'm glad you said it because, like, there's not much to add to that because I was going to say, if I'm playing in the fucking the Miller Light Bowl, <laughs> sorry, I'm going to sit out if I know I'm going to be an NFL player. Yes. If if Top five. If, I, if, I'm in, if I'm in the college football playoff and then the national championship, I'm not sitting out. And I don't yeah. think any of these guys would sit out. But the reason why you see now don't you feel like bowl games have been hampered a little bit because of the college football playoff? Because I feel like now if you're not in, like, dude, if you're a Georgia mm. player, if mm. you're a Georgia player, yeah. how do you get excited now to go play, like, I don't know, Penn State?
2: Yeah, in in whatever, like, high, highest yeah, level bowl not, that there is the, outside of that. It's
1: not the final four. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do you get excited for that? So you saw, like, McCaffrey, Leonard Fournette, um, you've seen some receivers in the past, like high and wide receivers, just be like, yo, bro, I'm not playing. Yeah, it's... it's right? Like if Marvin Harrison was like, yo, bro, I'm not going to play in this. Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, yeah, bro, don't play in it. No, if it's a national championship, sure. But I just think like for me, if if I had a friend in college football that was like going to be a high draft pick or even whatever, bro, even if you're like a third round pick, like dude, don't play in that shit. It's not... It's, Why it's, are you going to play in that? It's
2: team? not worth it. It's not, not worth it. Uh, to, to piggyback on Marvin Harrison, Think of it this way. Marvin Harrison's top five as well. And for him to go pull a hamstring, nothing even have to be anything catastrophic. But to pull a hamstring now when I go to run the 40, you know, two months later, I'm still not 100. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now, oh, he ran a four five. We thought he was more in the 4.39 range. And that messes with your with your money. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, Dude, we like, saw
1: Tavon Austin be a first-round pick because he ran like a four two.
2: Yeah. Jesus, Tavon, wait a, wait a, uh, Darius Haywood Ray, yeah, <laughs> four two four two five or something, first round out of obscurity in yeah, Maryland, like seventh, yeah, yeah, the seventh
1: overall pick, yeah, with the Raiders out the league after three seasons, Just, yeah, yeah, it's interesting, man. Are you are you upset with the? You're more of a college football savant than I am. Are you upset with like
2: what happened? Uh, I a mean, lot of well, outrage over Florida State not getting in. It's no outrage. It's is it fair? No. Is it business? Yes. 1000% it's business because with with Travis going down, you know, especially with it being catastrophic breaking his leg, there yeah, like we're we're not going to put Florida State in to yeah. get crucified by Michigan and have a walkover game in a game where we have billions of dollars riding on it. We're going to of course put Alabama in. Now, do I think that Georgia should have went from 1 riding a 29 game winning streak from 1 to 6? No, that's stupidity. If anything Georgia should have went from 1 to 4. Truthfully, in my you know what I mean for me because we didn't lose to Texas, Alabama did. So that one I still have a little bit of beef with but um yeah I mean look, I'm excited for it to be 12 game uh, 12 teams next year. That's going to really start to open some things up. Um, you know, I was talking earlier about you know all the other bowls that now in a rotation. Now everybody gets a, a chance to have the national championship game, and you know all that. I think that that's going to be cool. I think um, I think Vegas is Vegas. We might slide into that slot and that rotation now as well to get national championship games, which would be cool. So we'll see. Every major sporting event should be in Vegas. I don't know if I'd go that deep, but we we have a lot. We have a lot. and, and now we've we've learned how to handle it. The coolest city in the world. <laughs> Super Bowls coming here. Formula Su- One was just here. Super Bowls coming.
1: They're gonna put Copa America in in North America. That's gonna have some games. Yeah, yeah. We we'll should have, 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 have it here. in Vegas. That'd be lit. No World Cup games here though.
2: It came the the stadium. They when it was being designed, they uh they didn't get in front of the uh the um the committee in time. Mm. But we but look, we got a Final Four coming. We have Super Bowl coming. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, like, yeah. I, look, you bring dope shit to dope cities, bro. Well, I, I'll say I'm not this. Not gonna let you slander my town. Well, I'll say this. I'll say that. Well, you claiming it over New York, Jesus. Uh, but Listen, I will bro. say, I will say this. Slit. Since 2000, when 2007, when we had the the uh, NBA All Star Weekend, I'll say that this town has has learned how to handle major sporting events. Yeah. And then also now, you know, listen, the Fountain Blue's opening up. We're about to have so many more rooms. uh I mean, it, it's definitely going to make accompanying these big events easier because we've got, you know, we've got so many rooms now.
1: Hell yeah. So that's good. It's lit. Super lit. Josh, before I do this ad read and then we bring on Kenny, since you're not going to be a part of that conversation, um, only because we recorded it and also because you showed up late. So I was late you. again. uh Let the people know where they can find you.
2: Uh, Josh Williams, the American Fan 365. You can find me on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Spotify, everywhere. The American Fan 365. Um, you know, we we talk we talk to uh, we we got some interviews and then you know we we give daily sports news. So we we try to try to keep mix it up. Uh, might be having Mister Boogie Cousins on this coming week. So that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a good one. I actually literally have to text him once I get out of here. That's dope. So it's, it's growing
1: Boogie Cousins was a part of The only professional sports team I've ever seen Be a negative favorite To win a title Like usually whenever When he was on that Golden State team Oh yes The yes. Rants also Yes Usually when you're betting A future You'll always get a plus number Like yeah. even the favorite Will be like Plus plus one hundred, Yeah right? whatever They were minus 150
2: Yeah
1: And they won the ring
2: Did they win? Yeah 2018 Bo- Boogie didn't win a ring Boogie didn't win a ring? No. No, no, no. No, no. I think Boogie Boogie came the year that KD tore his Achilles. Oh. Oh, He so was, it was a the year, year late.
1: It was the year before then. He was so a year Boogie late. Boogie was not on that team. Yeah, I think he was, that, that. he was a year late. Okay. He was a year late. But they were also a minus favorite that year. They too. probably were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah.
2: Not, I'm, not, I'm not debating yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, no. but Yeah, he was, uh, he, he never won. Because mm-hmm. remember, he went from there and then went to the Lakers, um, I think, the year after they won in the bubble. Or was it? I don't know. He he never won.
1: Always got there Which, late.
2: Yeah, I don't think he's won. Alrighty, let's do an
1: ad read before we bring in Kenny. Listeners, do you ever feel the urge to break away and discover the world with a like-minded tribe? Let me introduce you to Fly Me Out. Fly Me Out is a premier social travel club. Imagine if LinkedIn, Airbnb, and Raya had a travel-loving baby. Whether you're looking to network with professionals on a beach or bond with creatives in the heart of a city. Fly Me Out has got you covered. Dive into curated experiences and with their platform, it's never been easier to find your tribe and see the globe. Don't just travel, make memories with Fly Me Out. Go and download the app, use the code VM1 for expedited application review. And we thank Fly Me Out for being a sponsor of this
0: show. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Now joining us is my dog, KBB, Kenny Betts Big. <laughs> Ah, uh, the, 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 what could have been year. That's what we're going to call this circa this first circa entry that we did together, bro.
3: Yeah. I mean that, uh, that pretty much sums it up, you know, uh, perfectly, <laughs> perfectly. Uh, we'll, we'll never forget the Miami dolphins. Um, right. I think every week we talk about them. Yeah. They cover. Yep. When, when we put them in, they don't. Yep. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like one of those bets, right, where it's like a long shot bet. You send it to your boys. If you put it in, it, that shit ain't hitting. If you don't put it in, you're sitting at home watching the ticket cash with ease and just sitting there like feeling like an idiot, you know? That's kind of that's how we feel uh, all circa contest.
1: Bro, yeah, we got picked the wrong time to suffer a one in four week. The Packers came home for us. We like the Packers on, uh, I think Packers might have been mentioned on the Monday on the Monday beforehand when we were recording. That was a pretty cool spot. They ended up winning outright. We took the Broncos plus three and a half, took the Eagles plus three, Jets plus two, Titans plus one. They lost in overtime. And then, of course, the Packers plus five and a half in the contest. They won outright. And uh, boy, did we get fried in the comments of that
3: one video, bro. Dude, my, my phone is still going crazy. Like my phone hasn't stopped since that <laughs> since that like you know, halftime of that game yesterday. Um, my phone hasn't stopped lighting up with comments like clowns, idiots, yeah, take the mics away.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's always how it goes, right? That's always how it goes. You knew that that was, I mean, bro, that was a pretty polarizing game because I knew a lot of pros that were on San Fran. I knew a lot of pros that were on the Eagles. Um and and look we we look to give ourselves some credit even though we were on Philly we did mention a couple things in like the storyline going into that game how all the niner players were talking shit hey man if we had brock shit would have been different and then all the eagles players were saying it wouldn't have mattered and then we saw that it mattered Purdy throws four touchdowns has over 300 yards he looked cool calm and collected though he didn't the first 2 3 drives of that game I was feeling pretty good about it. But again, when you play these good teams, bro, you can't settle for field goals. Like what Philly did. Imagine if Philly goes and scores two touchdowns, it's 14, nothing as opposed to six, nothing. It's a whole different ball game, but what it could have, should have, you know?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, you know, and again, easier said now in, in hindsight, but yeah, when, when I saw that they settled for the two field goals, uh, I, I didn't feel good. Yeah. Uh, I Same. even said to myself, I should bet the Niners right now. um, but I, you know, I, I've been riding the Eagles, I've been riding the Eagles all the way going back to last year. Like, I know I faded them in the Super Bowl, but you know, I've been betting them pretty uh, frequently last year. This year I cashed out on them against the chiefs, the bills. Um, so I just felt like, you know, plus three win or lose, man, I, I was cool with the spot. And, you know, unfortunately the Niners, they, they were playing really good football, right? Like they're playing their style of football, Um hitting their stride. All the guys are kind of healthy right now at the same time. And Eagles a little banged up, um, you know, coming off some, some tough games back to back to back. And uh, the Niners got them, you know, is what it is. But you, you know what I love about the comments though, Nick, is that like, I, I think they must think that you and I are Eagles fans. Oh, um, that,
1: th- dude, those are my favorite. Those are the, my favorite. When people are like, yo, your team, bro, your team. It's like, no, they are a team this week because we're talking yeah. about them and we're betting on them. Those are always good. But dude, you got to also mention like we were on, we were big on Philly against Miami also. Like mm-hmm. we've been we've been pretty spot on on like Philly's been good to us, right? Philly was good to us in the playoffs yeah, exactly. last year. Like it's fine, look, they didn't get home for us, but you're right. It was a it was a concern. Like their gauntlet was crazy. Cowboys, Chiefs, Niners. Uh they got Dallas coming up this week also. It's, their, yeah. you know, Buffalo. I forgot to mention the the Buffalo game too. And it's like, you're playing basically playoff atmosphere, playoff type games, all consecutive. And it was bound to be a letdown spot, but I don't want to call it a letdown spot, honestly. I think San Fran just went in there. They were locked in. Debo scores three touchdowns. And he was talking the most shit out of all the players, right? He's calling Bradbury <laughs> trash. He called Slay trash. He called the secondary trash. And then you saw him go bananas for three three touchdowns. And look, man, they put their money where their mouth is. And Debo and Trent Williams, they're undefeated this year, 9-0 and when they're in the lineup. When they're not in the lineup, yeah. that's when they suffer their losses. And we've said that Brock and this offense needs everybody to be available in order for them to be successful. And as long as they say healthy, bro, it's, they're going to be, right now, they're the Super Bowl favorite per wager attack. So
3: that's what they're telling you about the Niners. Yeah, which I, you know, I, I think even last week, even though you and I were both on the Eagles, we both said uh, we liked the Niners for the Super Bowl, right? Like Niners, Ravens was, was one thing I, th- I think we both were talking about. Um, yeah, t- tough game for the Eagles because I, I think that did, uh, you know, it's one game. You never want to get too caught up over just one outcome, right? Be prisoner of the moment. But uh, when you saw the way that they manhandled the Eagles, um, I, I don't see much changing in the playoffs. Like if they were to line up, right. Uh, I think the Niners are, w- w- would take that game, even if it's in Philly. Cause yesterday the, the weather in Philly, it was rainy. It was cold here. I was thinking like, dude, this is a perfect setup for the Eagles to, you know, defend home field. And uh, that did not go. Way you and I thought it was going to go. And I knew man, once what I knew once that reel started taking off and, you know, getting over 20,000 views and, all the comments i knew man it was just like of course this is going to be the one where we're fucking wrong on i think
1: i think uh i'm pulling up our conversation bro and it was something along the lines of yo this is ag- this is either going to end up great or horrible <laughs> 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 hope it's an exact repeat of last year's game the trolls are very
3: angry with us on the eagles take <laughs> yeah they uh and you know one thing i was surprised by for for how like diehard Eagles fans are, right? And uh I, I was a little surprised that the lack of support from the Eagles fans in the comments.
1: Yeah, like, where you at, Philly faithful? We got an Eagles <laughs> yeah, fan back right? there in the control room, too. My guy, Isaiah. Yeah, Soft-ass
3: Eagles fan yeah, back there. Yeah, they didn't,
1: they didn't, like, hold <laughs> us down, bro. But, dude, to your point about the Niners, they're, they're going to be like, bro, we'll go back to Philly. We went there and, and it was inclement weather and we beat them. We dominated them. And it's it's awfully reminiscent of like when you see these teams match up in regular seasons and it is a hostile environment or it is a really good team. And then you play them in the playoffs. You're like, bro, we just did that. A couple of weeks ago, we yep. did that. Like now, now Brock could go in there and be like, oh, bro, this ain't shit. Like it's fine. It's not as intimidating of a venue as we thought it was going to be heading into this game.
3: No, yeah, for for sure. Um, Definitely, definitely a huge mental, uh, you know, block that they got over for sure. And, you know, it's more than likely we'll probably see these two teams line them up again in the playoffs. One thing I want to ask you, are you um, a little shocked at all that Brock Purdy is the MVP favorite now? Shocked is an understatement. I don't think he's the most valuable (laughs) player on his team, let alone the league. Yeah, right. I mean, I saw that I woke up this morning and I saw Brock Purdy now the MVP favorite. I mean, you know, I, <clears throat> I got Lamar, so I may be biased, but you know, Lamar, I think is, is looked better this year. He doesn't have nearly the the weapons that Brock Purdy has. And if you're just talking about like numbers and how they're, you know, kind of propelling their team, I don't know how Brock Purdy is ahead of Dak Prescott. I got the list right here in front of me. The NFL MVP odds per wager
1: attack. I'm charging my laptop. That's why I don't have my laptop with me. The favorite is Brock Purdy, plus 250. Jalen Hurts also tied at plus 250. So you got co-favorites there. You got Dak at plus 350. Tua at plus 550. Lamar and Patrick Mahomes at plus 750. And then you got two skill position players at 15 to one. CMC and Tyreek Hill, who I think both of them are more valuable to their team than their quarterbacks are, especially this year. And dude, I talked about it last week, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Obviously everyone knows that i bet on CMC. I haven't bet on on Tyreek Hill. I think this year's MVP is not a quarterback. I
3: think it's one of them too. Yeah, it should, it should be. I mean, I mean like let's, you know, call a spade a spade, dude. Ty- Tyreek Hill looks like the best football player. Uh, in the league, and it's not even close, right? Um, you know, I, I was watching them play the, uh, on Sunday, and I was thinking, like, dude, can you imagine he was still in the Chiefs, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <I've>, they, <laughs> can you all, fucking all, imagine, dude? All of the Chiefs fans wish that that was the case also. Bro, if, if you... Cause, because I think Cheetah has gotten a lot better since his days on the Chiefs, right? I think he's become a little more mature, um, a little more well-rounded of, of a receiver. And I also think Mahomes, that year, you know, obviously having to let him go. I think Mahomes kind of elevated his game a little bit too. Yeah, dude, if you put Tyreek Hill back on that Chiefs team, dude, I don't think, you know, obviously it's football, it's NFL, anything happens any given Sunday. But, dude, they would be a very scary team. Because, dude, the Chiefs, if not for all the drops that they've had, probably undefeated this year.
1: Yeah, the wide receivers have killed them, but you know what? I have no sympathy for them because as Josh just walked in, he's probably on the lobby right now. I had a bunch of people try to convince me that fucking Kadarius Tony being a wide receiver one was going to be like a thing. Like, oh yeah, they're going to be fine at wide receiver. It's like, no, bro, they're not going to be fine. You know how I know that? Because I saw him on my team. he pull a <laughs> hamstring, and then. You're seeing like MVS and and Rice has been pretty he's been pretty solid. But again, yeah, he's been good. He's he's been really good. But again, man, Kelsey, if Kelsey's not running wild, this this offense is having trouble moving the ball. So it's gonna be interesting to see, man, because right now they're the four seed. They're the four seed right now, if things ended. And Kansas City, they've had the luxury of every conference championship game being in KC. And look, there's still a So like five games to go, and everyone pretty much has a rough schedule in the AFC. Not rough, but like
3: what is is, what's the
1: how does the playoff picture shake out right now? So right is Ravens. One right now is Miami. Okay. Then you have this is prior to the Monday Night Football game. You have the Ravens, the Jaguars, the Chiefs. You got the Colts, Steelers. And the Browns are still holding on. So those are your those are your playoff seeds right now. And then you got like the Texans, you got the Broncos,
3: you got a bunch of other teams like that. Yeah, the uh <clears throat> the Jags are interesting, especially if they can get home field, right? You know, playing in Florida is never easy, humid, hot. Um, but dude, the AFC, I mean, obviously the Chiefs with Mahomes, but when you're when you're naming those teams, I think the path is pretty clear for the Ravens, dude. Yeah, I think so. I think the Ravens path is
1: is pretty clear. And, um, dude, this is going to sound so ridiculous because all I've done is trash them for six months. Why does Buffalo's futures give me a little stimulation?
3: Like futures for this year? Yeah. <sighs> I was thinking that uh, before the Eagles game. Yeah. You know, I, 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 was liking Buffalo and then, I don't know. There's just something about it. Josh Allen, just, I can't, I, I, I've, I've, I've been a very big guy against Josh Allen yeah. for the last few years. Everyone thought I was crazy. Um, you know, when he was kind of put in the same category as Mahone, <laughs> Mahomes and Burrow, but uh, he's come back down to earth. Yeah. I don't know. There's just something about the bills, man. I just can't get behind them. Then you, now nah, I think they're probably going to lose Von Miller. Um Yeah, if the the, Bills versus the Chiefs or Bills versus the Ravens, dude, I'm taking, I'm fading the Bills every time there.
1: It's what 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 are the what's the price? I mean, so they're they're twenty eight twenty eight to one to win the AFC. They're fifty five to one to win the Super Bowl,
3: and that's crazy.
1: It's crazy because they're coming off the bye week and they got Kansas at Kansas City this week, home Dallas, at the Chargers, home Patriots at Miami to end the year. Which, who knows what Miami is going to have done by then? But there's a reason why those numbers are what they are. But, dude, I also think on the flip side, man, they make the seventh seed, right? And let's just say, let's say Miami gets the one seed, right? Let's just say everything ends the way it is right now. Buffalo gets in as a seventh seed. First round matchup, they play the Jaguars.
3: Yeah, I don't think they beat the Jaguars, bro. All right but i think they have the i think <laughs> they have to be
1: honest with you yeah, dude. No, i want you to be honest but but here's here's yeah, what yeah, i'm yeah. saying right they're the 7 seed they play the jaguars in round 1 much rather play okay. them than play it's a like, winnable game it's a winnable game right and then from yeah. there you're going to play the 1 seed the miami dolphins who you know inside out you match up well with them winnable game also and then your last game will probably huh. be kansas city or baltimore so I don't know. I just think the path the path jumped out to me, dude. The numbers jumped out. Nice. If Josh it's, Allen, it's definitely interesting. If Josh Allen could get hot, why not a nice twenty five piece? Nothing too crazy. I think it's I think it's definitely intriguing, bro.
3: Here's what I'll say: the one thing I I think we can both agree that you know, as good as the Browns' defense has looked this year, at seven and five on the cusp of being out of the playoff race. Same thing with the Steelers, seven and five, right? Like. Both of those teams, I think, are very more than capable of losing a few games here and bumping themselves out of the race here. I mean, bro, the way, like with the
1: injuries at quarterbacks and some of these teams, I just think that like nine and
3: eight could maybe get you a playoff berth. And right now... The Steelers have a busy schedule. Pats, who you know how I feel about the Pats. I think they're tanking. Yeah. You got to fade the Pats every game this year. Yeah. Um, At the Colts, right? That could go either way. Bengals... Seahawks, Ravens. So I think they lose to the Seahawks, lose to the Ravens, and maybe they'll go one and two on the other. So, you know, one and four, let's say two and three, maybe. So yeah, they'd be like nine and eight, eight and nine.
1: Yeah, and they get the Chiefs this week as a segues into our Monday winners for week 14. They got the Chiefs coming off a loss. They're at home. They're under a field goal. We always talk about like situational betting. They're two and a half point favorites right now.
3: Isn't this like an auto play on Mahomes and the Chiefs, Kenny? Yeah, I mean, again, from a sharp standpoint, I think you're you're right with the Bills here. I think the Bills are are the sharp play there, right? Like if from a a professional bet, um, right? But I, I have zero interest in fading Mahomes coming off the loss on Sunday night.
1: Yeah, coming off the loss, we've said he's around like eighty percent against the number when he's coming off a loss and it's under a field goal. It's like bro there's an autoplay every single time and we had a situation earlier this year where we took that and uh when they went to yeah. when they went to Germany we were all over that game under a field goal go, going up against Miami so that one that one kind of jumped out to me um if we if we go with the talk of the town theory and shout out to some of the members of the discord they're like Seahawks plus 11 gotta be a Monday winner <laughs> the only concern that i have is that the niners just absolutely below the doors off them every single time that they've played the last couple of years. <laughs> yeah, and <that's> uh, <laughs> so I don't know if I want to get on that side of the trend because also Kyle Shanahan up until uh, Brock Purdy got hurt, they had covered like 17 straight games against the spread at home. So th- that's a team that when they play at home, they they cover and they take care of business, whether it's in division or, or non-division opponents. So I don't know about Seattle plus 11. And, and the other one, dude, I know I've been rambling and giving you all the, the Monday winners that I like. No, I, I like to hear them, though. Keep them coming.
3: I feel like we got to go with Philly, no? Yeah, I was just looking at that, dude. Three 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 and a half, bro? Yeah. I'm shocked that that's what that line is. So, Shock. so here's one thing we've
1: always talked about in the past, right? Teams that lose marquee games that mm-hmm. we perceive to be good teams, contenders, championship teams, take them the next week. It's in division. I know they have the win over the Cowboys. I think this is a three-point game either way. So I'm going to jump over the yeah. plus three and a half with Philly, man. And they're going to get us right, bro. Last week, they got us wrong. They're going to get us right
3: this week. Bro, I mean, the three and a half for sure. Yeah. Fuck the three and a half, dude. I think they win the game. <laughs> I think the Eagles just win the game. Um, you know, the, the again, this could age very badly. But the the Cowboys can't do what the 49ers just did, right? Like the style of play, how they play, the way that they can beat you is just the the 49ers are, you know, they got Trent Williams. They got Debo. They got weapons all over the fucking field. The Cowboys are not going to be able to line up and just punch the Eagles right in the mouth like that. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree with you. I think San Fran is definitely a way better and more complete team. And I yeah. don't think like they can think. be physical and and beat you. Right? Yeah, Dallas. I don't think they're as physical. They can't run the ball away. way that Dallas. More like a finesse team, right? Like they throw the ball all over. Yeah. Like Dax playing good. He looks good right yeah. now. Um, yeah, I I'm with you there. I like the Eagles for sure. Uh, I I really like the Panthers this week um, at the Saints. Some of the so. I wrote down some stats because one thing that the trolls were saying in the comments is like, dude, these guys are just talking. They're, they're not even backing up their points, but you know, this, that's the, uh, the beauty of this podcast is you're, you know, it's not the typical, uh, you know, talking heads up here, just dropping stats and knowledge, trying to sound smart when they're not actually smart. So, um, but I, I prepared a couple stats for, for the viewers here. So let's see. All right. It. Dennis Allen, uh, Dennis Allen, right. Since he's uh, coached the saints, 5, 16, and 1 against the spread as a favorite. He's never been favored by more than six. Uh, the Saints are six and a half point favorites right now. Uh, Derek Carr as a starter, 18, 37, and 1. That's 33% um, against the spread. At, yeah, against the spread. He's lost 15 of his last 24 games outright. Uh, Jameis Winston, eight, 18, and 1 against the spread, 2 and 9 against the spread, a favorite of three or more. So like Dennis Allen in as a favorite is one of historically one of the worst coaches to bet on. And then you look at the fact that they played the Panthers back in week 2, Bryce Young's second game, they beat them by 3 points. Yeah. Um I know the Panthers haven't looked great. <laughs> they yeah, actually not. Look, they look pretty fucking bad. Hey, they did but, cover uh, last you know, week,
1: bro. They did cover last week. Yeah, they did. And we talked about hey. it. Dude, again, the story the story of this year, bro, has been us spotlighting the games we want to take, and then we don't take them. And I was like, yo, <laughs> coach just got fired, right? Like, there's a crazy trend. I think yeah. it's like six straight games that team has covered. Um, and they covered it. was in Division it's That's two. one of my favorite betting angles. Yeah. Yeah. And guess who didn't take it? Because yeah, everyone us, thinks us the
3: perception. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because everyone thinks, you know, the perception is when they fire the coach, like, ah, shit's falling apart. Let's fade that team. Nah, that's But usually what excited. they do is you, they kind of rally around each yeah. other, and they play very well. Um, so yeah, that's one of like the most profitable betting spots I like to do. Another one is teams coming off of a three possession loss or more. You bet them the next week, which the Eagles coming off of a more than three possession loss. So I love that spot for them as well. The other thing I'm going to do a Eagles Panthers parlay. You could tease them, do a teaser 17 bro Eagles plus 10 and a half. You shit in me, dude. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I like but it. Man. that that's the lock right there now. You you tease the Eagles in a seven point teaser with the Panthers. Panthers plus thirteen and a half. Eagles plus ten and a half. You parlay the spreads six and a half and three and a half. And then you parlay the money lines. And dude, thank me. The Patreon members will be very fucking happy next week when, when we go three and zero. I want to co-sign that, and I'm gonna I'm gonna co-sign yeah, that. Stamp it. Let's
1: do it. Let's do it. Kenny, this <laughs> was uh uh, I like that the spirits are up, the energy is up, even though we got absolutely stretched out in week number 13. It was rough, but listen, here's why you played the game, man. You're going to be right, you're going to be wrong. You got to take it on the chin and move on. Damn, that flowed a little bit, too. I've been chilling with Cam yeah, and yeah, Mace. I have out with Cam too much, man,
3: watching too many freestyles.
1: <laughs> hey, Kenny, before we let you go,
3: bro, let the people know where they can find you. Uh, at Kenny Bet's Big, social media, Instagram, all the, the main shit. Uh find me there, DM me, talk to me. I'm in need of some friends after last night. The Eagle, <laughs> the Eagles did me dirty. Nick Nick left me on the bridge ready to jump. Wasn't answering. Um it would have been nice to have someone to talk to yesterday. Listen, man, I kinda
1: lay low on Sundays and I had some company, so I was a little distracted. I'll leave I it I at that. I, so, you
3: think I wanna fucking talk to your ass, bro, when I'm losing money? <laughs> fuck no, dude.
1: <laughs> My dog Alright bro We'll catch you next week I'm
0: a gold medalist Bronze like your medalist So many deer in headlights But it's bedtime hit a supper
3: bell Main course Be the venison Zab most dangerous game Either kill or beat